Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Zone. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, you will definitely find your heavier jacket this morning when you head outside. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke, and I speak with experience. Kind of a surprise this morning compared to the temperatures that we've enjoyed over the past couple of days. Today we'll have sunshine back in the forecast, but it's not going to warm up a lot. 39 is our expected high with overnight lows tonight back down to 21. So good news, though, if you're still a Wisconsin maple syrup producer that wants that season to continue. Got a text message yesterday from uh, some of my friends that said it looks like our potato producers are thinking about starting planting procedures already maybe next week. If the weather holds, we'll find out about our weather outlook. Stu Ag meteorologist joining us with that in about 10 minutes or so. How are you doing? I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Plenty to talk about today. Final day of March. I do want to remind you that we are still taking your applications to be an official rainfall reporter for the National Weather Service. Midwest Farm Report has partnered up with the National Weather Service to encourage people, especially those of you that live in rural areas, remote areas, where uh, the rainfall doesn't get reported. Pretty simple. All you need to do is go to our Facebook page, Fabulous Farm Babe, and you'll see the uh, link there. Or you can text the word RAIN to our text line. That's 877-301-FARM. Text RAIN to the number 877-301-3276, and we'll send you the link directly. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like discounts on select Granger products and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Rural mutual insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance recently issued a special dividend to support their auto, home, farm, and business customers to help keep Wisconsin strong. This dividend will pay out over $5 million back to their policyholders. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Farming is tough enough, as you know. Your 2021 Planted Acres report doesn't have to be. With TopCon's data management platform, TAP, you can submit your Planted Acres report right from your computer. And you don't have to have any TopCon gear in your tractors. Signing up is free. And TopCon's TAP can handle your planting data electronically from any of the major planting solutions available. Learn more at CropReporting.com. It's that easy. An old-timer told me many years ago, Schultz buy farmland. They don't make any more land, and the price is only going to go one direction. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. I didn't necessarily take that old feller's comment uh, to heart. Maybe I should have. 
because Josh, you've heard how hot rural properties are getting these days. Scott, you definitely should have listened to your elders because rural properties are doing really, really well. Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. I caught up with a gentleman named Kyle Schultz. He is a land specialist with Whitetail Properties. And there's a lot of reasons why people are wanting to move out to the country, which is really skyrocketing the price of rural property. Those of us that have grown up in it and live out in the country know how wonderful it is. But some people, this is their first foray into not being surrounded by buildings and having neighbors five feet away from you. So Kyle breaks down the reasons why that rural property market is red hot at the moment. One of the biggest drivers has been um, this whole pandemic and things. I mean, there's a lot of people that are looking to move out of the urban areas and they're looking to have their own piece of property where, you know, if anything were to happen, if they were to be quarantined or anything, they've got their own chunk of land to be able to enjoy and spend time on. And they're not being stuck and confined to, you know, a house in the middle of town. So. That along with, um, you know, historically low interest rates, we've seen a ton of buyers that are looking to buy property. All right, nice. And then, Kyle, you told me before we went on the air that you were based out of La Crosse. But looking at, you know, from a statewide point of view, where are people buying and selling land and what are those prices looking like in certain parts of the state? So the sales are, you know, pretty much across my entire territory. Um, You know, every county is super busy right now, but... Um, And really, I mean, the land all kind of varies depending on where exactly you're at. But, you know, for recreational properties with, um, you know, maybe some tillable land, um, timber ground, we're seeing somewhere around, you know, mid 3000 into um, even some of the the 4000s as well. So and if you have more tillable acres, you know, you're looking, um, you know, even higher than that 4000 mark. What are people buying the land for? Are they buying it for hunting or are they buying it to build a brand new house or are they buying something with some existing structures on it? What are you seeing? Yes, so people are buying um, properties for just about every reason, but we are seeing a really big increase in the demand for about 30 to, I'd say, 80 acres um, that is buildable. People are looking to be able to put either their forever home or even just, you know, a small cabin to be able to get away to. So um, having a buildable about 40, 50 acres is in super high demand right now. So most people are looking um, for hunting as well, hunting and being able to ride ATVs and then also have a place to stay. There's a lot of um, trout streams and other outdoor recreational activities around here. So people are looking to you know, be closer to some of those activities. Property out in the country is also a really good investment. It rarely does it lose its value. Yeah, it has. So um, especially, you know, with the stock market kind of being very volatile right now, we've seen that land prices have held steady and actually increased over time. So it's been a very safe investment for a lot of people. Is there one part of Wisconsin that is more desirable than another part? I would say this driftless area, a lot of my territory, you know, with the big rolling hills and trout streams and things, I mean, that's been a very desirable place for people. Um, It's got beautiful views. There's tons of fishing. The hunting's really good. So um, I would say, you know, I'm a little biased, but this driftless area is very beautiful, and there's a lot of people that want to be here. 
Kyle Scholes, the land specialist with Whitetail Properties, is along with us right now talking about the influx of people that are desiring rural property. So, Kyle, given all the context that we just talked about, the property actually has to look appealing. And you guys have put out tips on how people can make their rural property more desirable. Uh, one of the things on the list here is to have an inviting entry. So you really do only get one chance for a good first impression. Yeah, and especially, you know, with houses and things, too. I mean, if a buyer comes up to a place and the first thing that they look at and say, wow, that's a lot of junk or, you know, am I going to be left with all of these equipment and tools and um, trash that's around the yard? I mean, that's a a really big concern for a lot of buyers is they want to make sure that it's going to be clean when they purchase it and they can walk into a clean property. So being able to clean up a lot of the trash and a lot of the different clutters and things really um, has a great first impression on buyers. Another way to spruce up your land, and my family is guilty of this absolutely, 100%, remove unnecessary fences. Because I know there's so many farms, including my own, where you look at a fence and you're like, okay, I I don't know why that's there. I don't know how long it's been since that's been used to (laughs) hold animals or whatever it was. But removing that fence is a really good idea. Yes, absolutely. And a lot of times, you know, on property lines and things, the fencing is not actually the property line. And so people are constantly saying, well, why is this fence here? Why is that fence there? And um, it causes a lot of confusion for some of those buyers, especially with the neighbors, because there might be some discrepancies as to where that boundary is at. And so, you know, getting some of that fence out could definitely help. People love having a water source on their property, whether it be rivers or a lake or even a a, a pond. Something that could up the value quite a bit is by actually stocking, you know, a pond or a lake with fish. Yeah, absolutely. And it just has one more thing. I mean, it's one more way that you can help market a property. And, you know, if somebody is looking for a pond or they're looking to do some fishing, having that extra aspect is going to help, you know, increase the exposure to the property and increase the number of buyers that are interested in that property. Just moving down the list, looking at the tips that Whitetail Properties has given you to spruce up your rural property and hopefully get more money for it. If there is hunting on your property, to have pictures of animals that were harvested on that property in the sale listing, that is a really big deal. Yes, it is. Having photos of deer that have been harvested in the past or pictures of deer that they've been getting throughout the years helps a ton, especially one of the biggest ways that people are marketing properties right now is social media. And I've found through my marketing that um, pictures of deer traditionally do way better and are shared more often um, on social media. So if you've got pictures of deer or pictures of you know, any wildlife, those are going to help market the property tremendously. All right. So we've been talking about things from the seller's point of view for a while and how to help out the seller. Let's talk about helping out the buyer. What is a mistake that you're seeing people make as they look to buy rural property, but maybe aren't the most familiar with that? Mm -hmm. Especially right now, I would say one of the biggest things is not being pre-qualified or having your finances in check. So a lot of these properties, because of the high demand, you know, you're having tons of showings and often you're dealing with multiple counters. And if you have somebody, if you're looking at two offers and one person is pre-approved for the financing, they're ready to go and one person's not, a lot of times that seller is going to pick that person that's got their financing 
in row already because you know it's less risk for them as a seller because they're confident that the deal is going to go through and it's not going to fall apart. Let's go back and round things out with the seller once again. Say that somebody's listening and they have 75 acres and they're thinking, wow, I could probably make a pretty good chunk of change on this. But before they jump right into it head first, things they should consider because you've seen people screw this part of the process up. Um, one thing that I would say, um, we, we deal with it a lot is people you know, that have a lot of marketable timber on the property. They think that you know one of the things that they should do is harvest that timber before they list that property. And one of the downsides to that is, although it is beneficial for, for wildlife and for that timber stand, um, usually it's going to take about three to five years before that, that timber finally looks good and appealing to the eye because you know after the loggers come through, there's a lot of the treetops and things get a little bit trashed. And so um, oftentimes that'll scare buyers off because they say, well, I just lost um, you know, all the chance of a return on my investment here because they already took all the value out of the timber. So I usually tell sellers that they're either going to make that money on the front end or they're going to make it on the back end at the sale. And so um, usually by leaving that timber there and saying, you know, hey, buyer, you have $30,000 worth of marketable timber here that you could harvest after you purchase it, generally that's going to increase the appeal to those buyers um, versus if you were to take all of that timber off before you listed the property. See, that's something I would have never thought of. That is Kyle Scholes. He is a land specialist with Whitetail Properties. And right now there is a boom in the rural property market. People are looking to get out of the city. They want to get to the country. They want to have land to hunt and fish on and have bonfires on and maybe even raise some animals. So hopefully, whether you're looking to buy or sell, this conversation got you thinking about the questions you should ask and the things you should be looking into. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. As a proud sponsor of the WIAA, Rural Mutual roots for all of Wisconsin student-athletes. Whether they're a hometown hero or they dream of the national spotlight, sportsmanship keeps Wisconsin strong. Visit RuralMutual.com slash WIAA to learn more about how they support high school athletics. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select Case IH equipment and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Recently, the U.S. Navy delivered tons of food to hungry people halfway around the world. But you could help someone in your own community simply by donating a can of soup. Last week, a Navy doctor saved the life of a total stranger. Just like you could by giving a pint of blood. The men and women of America's Navy do some amazing things to make the world a better place. So can you. Whether it's by donating food or simply giving time right in your own backyard. Brought to you by America's Navy. 
Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. Farm goddess, agricultural princess, queen of all that moves. Nah, let's stick with farm babe. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, getting ready to say farewell to the month of March, and at least this morning when I walked out, I am happy with that position. Let's talk weather. It's a Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Our man, Stumach Ag Meteorologist, joining us this morning. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this wind that suddenly surprised me. I didn't expect that. I had to quick uh, scramble around to find the winter jacket again. Well, with the size of that system, Pam, it was very strong and just up to our north. And the fact that it ran a warm front and then two cool fronts our way, there was just a lot of circulation around it. The The actual low pressure system itself was really, really low. Uh, and that made it really big. And that really kicked up that wind. Yeah, and the wind did it, even though temperatures weren't all that bad. Even yesterday, I mean, we started out still up in the 50s. It really felt chilly all day long. Today now, cooler, there will be a little breeze, but nothing like yesterday. So when I say gusty today, you know we're talking maybe a 20-mile-per-hour gust. That's about it. But it's still going to be a little bit in the breezy side, but a whole lot cooler, staying cooler today and tomorrow. And then warming up for Friday and the weekend, a big warm-up comes our way. In fact, high pressure really does start to settle in over the next couple of days. And as it just edges to our east, we're going to see a lot more mild air being drawn in pushing us back up into the 60s. There may be a 70 around here by early next week. So uh, April really looks like it comes in on a warm note. I'll have forecast details right after this. The Wisconsin Beef Improvement Association is hosting its 64th annual Performance Selected Bowl Sale, the longest-running test in the nation. You can bid online only on Saturday, April 3rd, beginning at 11 a.m. at dvauction.com. View the sale catalog, performance and pedigree information, and video of the bowls at wisconsinbeef.com or call 608-342-1119 for more info. Again, the website is dvauction.com and the phone number is 608-342-1119. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual Insurance is rewarding their farm policyholders for their loyalty and commitment to Wisconsin agriculture through their farm dividend program. The farm dividend pays up to 5% back on your farm premium. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn how you could qualify. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Everyone at the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board lives and breathes Wisconsin soybeans and can be your knowledgeable ally in the field and at home. With important grower alerts, timely production advice and industry news, and expert-generated grower research, we are the resource to help your crop and business thrive. Stay in the know and connect with the Wisconsin soybean community by finding Badger Bean on Facebook or by visiting badgerbean.com. Alrighty, Stu, let's have that Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Absolutely. Mostly sunny skies today. 
partly sunny at La Crosse and Boston, a few clouds. There may even be a sprinkle or a flurry in southeast Minnesota, northeast Iowa, maybe that far southwest corner of Wisconsin. Otherwise, there'll be sunshine and it stays cool in the upper 30s today. The northwest winds 5 to 15 could be a little bit gusty. More clouds, especially in the south overnight, but we cleared out again by tomorrow, dropping into the upper teens and low 20s. The north winds at 5 to 15. Sunny skies Thursday, upper 30s, even a few low 40s in the west. The north winds at 5 to 15. Then there's Friday, sunny skies back up in the low, almost mid 50s in western Wisconsin. South winds at 5 to 15. And then in the mid and upper 60s, already by Saturday, Pam, with sunshine. A whole different world for this weekend. I'll take it. Very good. That, my friends, is your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial, your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Registration for Johnson Tractor's Planter Clinic is going on now. This clinic is catered to your situation based on your Case IH or Kenzie planter. Take classes on your own time and have access in the field once planting starts. Complete your class by March 31st and earn a reward on your next parts purchase. Look for the registration link at johnsontractor.com. Johnson Tractor from land to lawn. Now that the weather is finally getting warmer, it's time to gear up for spring and get started on those projects you've been thinking about all winter. Blaine's Farm and Fleet has all the supplies you'll need to get the job done right. Like Milwaukee pipe wrenches in a variety of sizes, now 20% off. Make sure you have the right tool for the job with a 26-piece screwdriver set with holding rack from Performance Tool. On sale just $19.99. Take 10% off select Dado roller chains. And check out this new item at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. It's a 208cc rear tine tiller from Yardmax. It features dual rotation with seven depth adjustments, priced at $649.99. Plus, check out these great doorbuster deals. Krylon Farm and Implement Paints, now 10% off. Save $3 on 24 to 50 pound bags of Purina Pro Plan dog food. And keep your feathered friends happy with Farm and Fleet Wild Bird Food. Two 20 pound bags of Wild Bird Food, just 11 bucks. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. What have we here? Crackers. At least I think they are. They're in a cellophane wrapper. There are two of them. Crackers always travel in pairs. They snap like crackers. Crumble like them, too. Nine out of ten cracker eaters would give them a positive ID. But these aren't crackers. They're dinner. Jim Krevix for five days straight. There are people like Jim all across Madison. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply people like Jim over $950,000 in food through Dane County's busiest food pantry. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in clothing, shelter, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Prairie exterior, now that's impressive. The roofing, gutter, siding, and window team transform the look of your home. Superior service without compromising. Online at Prairie. 
Interest rates are at all-time lows, and home equity is at all-time highs. You know what that means? You can save big money by refinancing your mortgage loan. Whether you want to just save a few hundred dollars a month, consolidate some debt, or get money for home improvements, now's the time to call me. Educated Mortgage, smartest way home. Call Dan, the Mortgage Man. And at my Are you fairly fit but would love a little edge up? Are you entering middle age with a slowing metabolism and weak core? MSculpt may be your answer. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie is proud to be one of the first clinics in the area to offer this new muscle building technology called MSculpt. It's approved for building and toning abs, arms, butt, thighs, and calves. MSculpt works. One 30-minute treatment can be equivalent to 20,000 crunches or 20,000 squats. It's safe, effective, and painless with virtually no downtime. Sound too good to be true? Visit Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie to learn more. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Since 1995, the Global Positioning System, or GPS, developed by the U.S. military, Here we go. has been operational for civilian use. Please proceed to the highlight Today, the men and women of the Air Force Reserve continue their vital mission, guiding you safely on your way while protecting the freedoms we all enjoy. The United States Air Force Reserve, guiding and protecting America. They're going to, and I know you don't agree with it, and it's confusing to me too. But they keep doing it, and they're gonna they're gonna do it this season. Craig Council's talked about it. They're gonna move Orlando Arcia. He's going to play a lot at third base. They're they're still going with this rowdy. What what, what are your thoughts on Orlando Arcia at third base? I still don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, it's happening. It's going down. Orlando Arcia is a middle infielder. He's a shortstop. He's a guy that does have a really good glove. He has a really good arm. I mean, it makes sense at third base because of the good arm and the good glove, but, I mean, a good arm and good glove can play pretty much anywhere on the field if you really think about Craig it. Craig Council said right here that it's not necessarily a battle for the shortstop job, but it looks like Luis Urias is going to be, they say, deserving of the starting shortstop well, role, and well, Orlando Arcia is going to be bouncing all over the diamond, playing a lot of third base, and potentially outfield. How many guys do we need in outfield, Rowdy? What's happening? Yeah, I think that's a little. I think that's a little, little far. Obviously, I could see Arcia playing shortstop, second base, third base, just because how good he is defensively. But the outfield might be a little bit of an animal. Plus, they already have four quality, quality outfielders, and you easily could bring in another fifth guy. And then you look at third base. Normally, that's where you're going to want like a, a good stick. Like obviously, Travis Shaw when he's going right, is a guy that has the ability to hit for power. Orlando Arcia, it's not that he doesn't have any power, but he's not a guy that's going to club 20, 25, 30 home runs. You are extremely happy with an Orlando Arcia that hits for about 15 home runs. So David Stern said if shortstop was essentially, was asked if shortstop was essentially Luis Urias' job, 
with Arcia giving him rest and mixing in at third base with Shaw. And David Stern said, quote, I think to some extent this is probably going to be a fluid situation over the course of the year. We've got a lot of well, depth. I mean, look at the numbers. Look at their peer numbers. Orlando Arcia had 46 at-bats this spring training. He batted 196, had no home runs, six RBIs, no stolen bases. His OPS was 512. Now look at what Urias has done. Urias, now he was a little banged up coming into camp again this year, but he had 35 at-bats, so just 11 less. He batted 314, one home run, three RBIs, and his OPS was 971. Mm -hmm. Now, an average OPS is about 750. So you're telling me Urias' is 971 and Arcia's was in the low 500s. Obviously, we we, we both know that... They're both defensively really good shortstops. We both know they can play shortstop. They can play second base. They can play third base. Mm -hmm. I've watched a lot of the spring training games, at least pieces or parts of those games. And Luis Urias made a couple of great diving plays as well. You know, obviously you're going to see Arcia make plays. He's a good defender. He's really good. But like I keep telling you, their profiles are nearly the same. They're literally just like three years apart. And when you look at some of their minor league uh, coming up through the minors, Orlando Arcia was a 300 hitter his whole minor league career until he got to about triple A. And then you saw the average dip from there. And then he got to the big leagues and the average dipped again, just because a lot of those bad habits that he had developed through the minor league system, obviously caught up to him once the level of competition continued to get better and better as he couldn't get away with some of the lack of, mechanics you'd say that he has up to bat. RC is just on a one year deal right now, right? Yep. Yeah. And so- Urias is kind of the same exact thing, except for he made it to the major leagues a little earlier than what Arcia did. And he actually hit over three hundred at the or roughly three hundred at the triple A level. He just didn't have a lot of opportunities in that Padres organization where you had the Manny Machados, you had the Fernando Tatis Juniors. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of opportunities in there when you have uh those type of players. And remember the rookie of the year last year in the National League, where you had uh the guy from the Phillies, the guy from the Padres, and then Devin Williams, yeah, yeah. where even some of the Brewers beat writers voted vote Devin Williams third, second, and third. second and third. Well, Cronenworth also happens to play second base. He was one that was voted ahead of Devin Williams by at least one of those beat writers. That's three guys that all play second, short, or third base in front of Urias in that Padres organization when he was a top prospect. Now, he didn't get a ton of at-bats. He wasn't very consistent. He was batting in the low 200s. Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Big event for our beef industry coming up on Saturday. The 64th annual performance-tested bull sale is going to be happening at the UW-Platteville Pioneer Prairie Farm. That's where the bulls are now. But because of COVID protocol this year, 
No in-person bidding. Josh Scramlin is going to bring us the details on that before we finish up today. How are you doing, everybody? I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Now, from Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday as we bid farewell to the month of March. Today, the 31st day of March. On this day in 1998, the Brewers went over to the National League. Uh, First game wasn't so good. They lost to the Atlanta Braves at Turner Field. The Brewers' transfer was the first since the American League was formed. They had to do it to create a 16-team National League and a 14-team American League. That happened on this day in 1998. On this day in 1918, the United States switched to daylight savings time for the very first time. Most areas in the United States change the clocks twice a year, but the exceptions are Hawaii and most of Arizona, just to confuse us. So on the first day, on this date, 1918, daylight savings time went into effect. Happy birthday, former Vice President Al Gore. Also happy birthday to Christopher Walken. He's 78 years. And Ewan McGregor turns 50 today. And now you know. Well, we want you to know that uh, tomorrow... We are going to be getting some new information as far as dairy production and the dairy industry is concerned. U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack had been the former leader of the U.S. Dairy Export Council. Now there's a new face in place. Her name, Krista Hardin. She is the new president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council. And she says America's dairy farmers have a lot to offer China. And as we move into the Biden administration, she sees opportunities to reopen a lot of opportunities between the United States dairy industry and China's ever-expanding consumer base. It really has been about our ingredients. That's where we are advancing and accelerating in a number of key areas here. And hopefully you'll be able to dig a little deeper on some of these areas, but certainly talk about product, nutrition and education, the innovation, the ideas, what consumers want and how we can meet them in the marketplace. And I mentioned sustainability about producing our products in a lasting way, making sure we're also good for the planet. Those are kind of key elements that really do drive our relationship and our exports to China. Krista Hardin, she's the new president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council. She said the recent trade war between the United States and China took a toll on American dairy. But the good news is that dairy exports to China are already bouncing back. China is a very, very key market for U.S. dairy. Number three, a market that has been growing, a market that is important to us, someone that we would like to see improve over time. But the tariffs took a toll. There is absolutely no doubt. So as you look at these numbers and the recovery, you can see that we are making progress. Things are coming back. But it was a very, very tough, difficult process for U.S. dairies through the tariffs. Number three, and climbing as far as priority for the U.S. dairy industry. We're talking about China. And according to Krista Hardin, the CEO and president of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, they're working very hard right now to try to form new partnerships with different groups in China specifically to find out what Chinese consumers want when it comes to dairy. 
Now, one thing that we have done is really to try to join forces and build partnerships in country to have programs that will help us spur product development, looking at what the Chinese consumer wants and their demand for health and well-being products. That's a growing area, and we know that we can help meet that. I mean, working with the Chinese Institute of Food Science and Technology, working on different prototypes and different products that might meet that growing demand. So we're very excited about working together to build those partnerships to find answers for your consumers. Other partnerships they're forming are also with the different prominent universities in China that they've already been working with. We've had a great partnership with Yuan University that we started, we signed an MOU in 2018, and it really has been a great relationship. It continues to grow. We continue to have a great relationship with students working on different products, developing great ideas there. I'm really excited about these relationships and what they might be in the future. Krista Harden, the new president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, optimistic about what the future holds for U.S. Dairy and China. Well, what do the markets hold in store for today? Remember, we've got that prospective planting report and the grain stock update hitting the marketplace 11 a.m. Central Time this morning. Mark Oppold brings us his version of the bottom line for today. Well, we must admit that we are perplexed by the continued sell-off that we've seen in the grain trade ahead of today's stocks and acreage numbers. We agree with others who have said that the stage is set for a powder keg type day, in some words, after the noon Eastern Time release. As we know, it's a function of any futures market to ration the supply of any commodity. In the case of grains, we know that there are tight ending stocks going into this report, and the market on edge if any weather becomes an issue late spring or into summer. With so much unknown, we see this sell-off way overdone, especially in soybeans. So our word, stand by. This is the Bottom Line Report. The dollar heading into the Easter break at five-month highs as safe haven investments like gold at lowest level in over a month. More investors are betting on inflation gaining momentum through the summer and into fall. And that's the bottom line as we do head to the numbers coming up today and the Easter break. I'm Mark Oppold, wishing you a profitable day. Wondering where you can hear how milk contracts are doing at this time of day? Wonder no more. The Midwest Farm Report will be back with a market update in just moments. The Wisconsin Beef Improvement Association is hosting its 64th annual Performance Selected Bull Sale, the longest-running test in the nation. You can bid online only on Saturday, April 3rd, beginning at 11 a.m. at dvauction.com. View the sale catalog, performance and pedigree information, and video of the bulls at wisconsinbeef.com or call 608-342-1119 for more info. Again, the website is dvauction.com and the phone number is 608-342-1119. And Josh will be joining us in just a couple minutes here with more details on this weekend's 64th annual Wisconsin Beef Improvement Association's Performance Tested Bull Sale. Had to change things up again this year because of the COVID protocol. Josh has got the details on what you can expect coming up in just a moment. So what's coming up today? Everybody's focused in on it the USDA grain stock report, and prospective plantings discussion. The first estimates on what U.S. farmers will plant this year as far as corn and soybeans, and like John Heinberg said yesterday right here on the show, also some real uh, questions on how many remaining bushel of corn and soybeans we've got to work with here in the United States. 
Markets are pretty quiet rolling into today's trade session. Right now, we've got the cash corn contract trading up about a penny at 540. December new crop corn up a penny at 453. We've got cash soybeans this morning up almost six cents, 1372 in Chicago. November new crop beans are up about a nickel at 1191. The cash wheat, that's up about a penny right now at 6.03. July new crop wheat also up about a penny, $6 currently in Chicago. Dairy markets yesterday, no change on barrel cheese at $1.48. No change on 40-pound block cheese at $1.74 and three quarters. The AA butter, though, that gained three cents on Tuesday to one eighty-two and a quarter per pound. Fluid milk. April is quiet overnight, closed at 17.17 a hundredweight. May milk. Also quiet, closed six cents stronger at seventeen fifty six, and the June milk closed two cents lower at seventeen eighty three a hundredweight. Doesn't look like anything's really moving so far this morning as far as the fluid milk contracts are concerned in overnight electronic trade. Hey, let me switch gears for just a moment. If you like to share the story of Wisconsin agriculture with farmers and non farm consumers alike, both on the air and via social media. Well, guess what? The Midwest Farm Report is hiring. We're looking for farm broadcast candidates for the Eau Claire, La Crosse, and Madison market. Find details at Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, as well as sending me an email, pam at midwestfarmreport.com, and we'll get you the details right back. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Weather can have a significant impact on your lawn and landscape. Repairing it is as easy as having Kalani Topsoil deliver the perfect seed-friendly shredded blend of topsoil to smooth out your lawn, leaving you with the most eye-catching landscape in the neighborhood. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com, or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. Compeer Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compeer Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compeer Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like discounts on select Granger products and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Rural Mutual Insurance recently issued a special dividend to support their auto, home, farm, and business customers to help keep Wisconsin strong. This dividend will pay out over $5 million back to their policyholders. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. 
When asked to name his favorite family members, he asks if the animals in the barn count. This is the Farm Report with Josh Scramlin. We are right on the heels of an event that a lot of producers in Wisconsin should probably know about. This Saturday, April 3rd, is the 64th annual Wisconsin Beef Improvement Association's Performance Bull Sale. Now, the sale is going to look a little bit different this year, but this is not the first year that it's going to be changed up. That's according to Alan Arndt, who is the president of the Wisconsin Beef Improvement Association. So, Alan, give me some background, because I know the way that you guys did the sale last year worked out, and you're going to do it again that way this year. This is our second year. Uh, with the COVID restrictions that the university had in place last year, we were kind of caught off guard. We really didn't know if we should try this or not try it. But we had been conducting a, uh, a video sale for several years before that. The Bulls had all been online. The only difference was people weren't going to be able to be there to bid. And there's a lot of folks that are comfortable bidding online. There's a few folks that are comfortable that are bidding over the phone, and we have people in place to take those bids, and, and we'll have you on the line. So it, it was a little bit new for everybody, and it worked really well. So when we told the university we planned on having a 64th test, uh, they said, you can, but you got to sell them the same way. So we really didn't have an issue with that, and we're looking forward to doing it again. The sale itself is happening this Saturday, April 3rd, but from what I understand, there's actually some deadlines that we need to talk about that are happening before the 3rd. There are. uh, If you want to bid online, you'll be bidding through dvauction.com, and they need to have an account and have it approved before you get a bidder number. And they like to have a day or two to get that done, and then they will call you back and let you know that you've passed all their their information and, and you're ready to go. So... If we could get to dvauction.com by tomorrow or maybe April 1st at the latest, um, beyond that date, we can take phone bids and, and get a bidder number set up that way through Wisconsin Beef Improvement at 1-800-297-5747. And that would get you a hold of our executive director who would then assign you a buyer number and a callback number. So we would call you during the sale with the lots you're interested in. And we can do that right up until probably Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. But you'll need to call and leave a message at that 800 number. It's also the 800 number in the catalog. And that's that's how we've done it. And, and it, it worked pretty darn well last time. Alan, how many bulls do you guys think you're going to have in the auction this year? We're looking to have just over 60. Uh, they'll be finishing up the breeding soundness exam this week. And you never exactly know how that's going to go. But when we get the final number done, I believe there's 64 or 65 in the catalog. So we get the catalog printed and out, and we wait until the last minute to do breeding soundness to to give everybody the best shot to pass. And then as far as breeds go, what are you thinking is going to be offered? We've got Angus bulls, Red Angus bulls, Simmental bulls, and Hybrid bulls, which are Simmental Angus cross. I believe they all are this year. So... You've got something to select from, Um, predominantly black. There are a few reds down there. Head on down, pick out what you like. The pens are open. We encourage visitors until sale day, so get in, walk around, walk through them if you're able to. Uh, it's a worthwhile trip, and you don't have to make the trip again on Saturday. Let's back up on that real quick because that's something I want to make clear to people. So if you want to attend the auction, you can't attend in person. You have to bid online or over the phone. But you can go look at the Bulls prior to Saturday at UW-Platteville's University Farm. That's something that you're wanting folks to do? 
we encourage that. We we don't want anybody to be surprised by what's there or what they think they're bidding on. Come down, find the bulls you like, make a list. Uh, either get to DV with your list and be ready to bid, or get to us and give us your list, and we'll help you work your way through your budget. So it's it's excellent if you can get down there and see them because they do look different in person. And we've got a really stout set of bulls this year. Alan Arndt, the president of the Wisconsin Beef Improvement Association, is along with us right now on the Midwest Farm Report. They are holding their performance bull sale this upcoming Saturday. And, Alan, how would you say this year's catalog stacks up to years prior? Well, it's amazing how consistent our consigners are in bringing quality cattle. Um, if there's a change, sometimes the bulls that are the AI bulls that are popular will will put a stamp on these calves and, and they'll look different as a group. I would say collectively this year we've got a, a heavy muscled, a more rugged group than we've had in a while, and they look outstanding. So are all of these bulls that are being offered at the sale, are they from Wisconsin or are they kind of from all over the place? The only requirement we have is that you are a Wisconsin Beef Improvement member and that you are a, a member in good standing of your breed association. So we have had bulls here from all over the country, and a lot of these bulls leave and go to different states. So I think what's what's different is that we're the source in Wisconsin for tested bulls now, and I believe we're the only one because St. Croix isn't having their sale this year due to their restrictions up at River Falls. So third-party verification, it's a hands-off test. You drop your bull off in November, and you don't get to handle him again. So it's we try to get rid of all the variables so the bulls can compete against each other. You kind of mentioned it, but I want you to talk about it a little bit more. There are folks from all around the country that are buying these bulls. Oh, yeah. there's Last year, bulls went to Nebraska and Texas, probably most notably. But we sell a lot of bulls into Iowa, a lot of bulls into Illinois, a few bulls into uh, Minnesota. Once in a while, one will go to Michigan. Um, you'd be surprised at how far they go and how far people watch this sale from. DV does a good job of getting us a buyer and bidder list. So we get to see who watches from what part of the country. Let's do some housekeeping on some of the nitty-gritty. Payment and pickup, how does that work? Call the university and make arrangements, or call the university and let us know that you need arrangements made, and we will release the bull upon payment. So uh, get your check, bring your check if you come down to get your bull. If you've got special circumstances and those bulls got to go a distance, then we'll have to work through that on a case-by-case basis. All right, and to kind of wrap it all up and put a bow on it, how can people get a hold of you and get more info on the sale? DVAuction.com or Wisconsin Beef Improvement, 1-800-297-5747. The only thing that I would make sure people know is that the complete catalog is online, both at DVAuction and at wisconsinbeef.com, including videos of each and every bull. So if you can't get down there, make sure you look at the catalog, make sure you look at the videos, and uh, you'll have a very good idea of, of what we got and what's going on. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear that things are clicking along and shaping up for this Saturday. It is the 64th annual Wisconsin Beef Improvement Association's Performance Bull Sale happening this Saturday, April 3rd, 
and all of the bidding will be done online or over the phone. And this isn't really something that you can just hop on your computer the day of and place a bid. You need to go through the proper channels to do that. So go to dvauction.com and register today. Do that ASAP because they want to get their ducks in a row prior to this weekend sale. So make sure to do that immediately. Thank you to Alan Arndt. He is the president of the Wisconsin Beef Improvement Association. And for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin.